Sweet. Well, welcome to Affiliated Rudy. Thanks for joining us here at Platinum Summit. Yeah. Platinum Summit here in Costa Rica. So a little different Beautiful backdrop view. than mm -hmm. you'd get in Boise, but mm -hmm. it's not too bad. You still got the hills. You got the yeah. There's a lot more monkeys and a lot more jungle. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, but if you're joining us here today, Rudy Moore is a nine-figure operator. He's worked with celebrity brands on Shark Tank, $6 billion companies like Pier One and Radio Shack, quarter million dollar per day in Facebook media spend. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we could chat with Rudy just for just about anything, business operation-wise, scale-wise, marketing-wise. What I was going to chat with you about today is kind of what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Um, and we want to just give a teaser. It's going to be talking about LTV, sure. how some of your clients and brands get this insane multiplier on yep. your front end NOV to AOV in as little as 30 days. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, the biggest thing I learned in the last 10 years of running ads and acquiring customers and building brands is the end of the day, the key to growing any company is mass acquisition, right? The mm -hmm. more customers you can get, more brand awareness you get. But the key to be able, being able to do that if you reverse engineering is having a strong offer, strong position in the marketplace, um, what we call an irresistible offer, but then also making a lot of money per customer. Because at the end of the day, the more money you make per customer, the more you can spend to acquire that customer. And then obviously the more profit you will generate as a business, right? right. Um, so everyone I think in the internet marketing space gets very obsessed with the acquisition side as they should <laughs> right. but then they forget about the second piece of the puzzle which is post acquisition and increasing lifetime value and retention mm -hmm. right and and I did for many years you know my first business I grew a five million dollar fitness business at the age of 25 and it would have been a 15 million dollar fitness business <laughs> if I had done this second you know, half you know right now, right yeah. um and that's hindsight. But since, you know, since learning all this, I, I grew, you know, during COVID two years, I grew one of my new companies to $10 million in two years, just by doing everything I've done in the past, but also adding on this back end part. And, you know, since I've done it and consulted for many of the big influencers in the industry, um, and also applied it to e-commerce stores. Obviously the last couple of years, I got a really cool opportunity in running some of the X billion dollar companies, Pier One, Radio Shack, that Ty Lopez and, and a couple of mm -hmm. others acquired through um, private investors. Um, and even, you know, when I've done more studying of billionaires, billion dollar companies, you know, one thing they do well is they make a lot of money per customer, right? right. So two examples I'm using tomorrow is Netflix wouldn't be Netflix if it only had one month retention, right? right yeah. The average Netflix person will probably spend a thousand dollars. That's why they killed so, Blockbuster, right? Yeah, they, and yeah. they can so they can spend, you know, fifty, hundred, two hundred dollars to make a ten dollar subscription sale. Now they probably don't need to, but if they do ever need to, then they can, right? Yeah. And that makes it a strong business. Apple is another example, you know, if, if there's a race to knock off different phones, Blackberry, Nokia, you know, Sony, uh, all the different providers, the, the company that has the biggest brand strength and in turn lifetime value because people shop there the most is going to win the game every day, right? And, yeah. and Apple do. Yeah, they've got a whole ecosystem built in, right? You're yeah. tied to it. When, so, because what I kind of see people struggle with sometimes is you're right, they're focused on front end acquisition. Yeah. And that's where they're at. But at what point do you take resources from focusing on the front acquisition, improving conversion rate, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. improving that, and I call it initial average sure, order value. Sure. And when do you start layering in LTV? Yep. Yeah, it's a good and question. And 
I actually, so for many years, you know, it's one of those things where you try and do too many things, you don't do right. any of them well, right? So one thing I've done in my own businesses that I really enjoy and I, I value a lot is if there's something that I really want to do this year, like I want to figure out, I hire a specific personal team just for that because mm -hmm. it's singularity of focus, right? So say I want to launch a podcast, then instead of trying to get my team that do my videos and blah, 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 social media to manage it, I'm just going to go hire a podcast person sure. and they live and breathe it or an agency, right? Same for if I want to figure out YouTube, right? Like me and my team understand ads and the psychology of ads and some of my team run YouTube ads for our clients. But if I want to do YouTube for myself, I don't want the di diverse resources there. I want to go hire someone and hey, your only job is you're going to sit in the office every day for three months and grow my YouTube. And if you don't, you don't have a job at the end of it. If you do, <laughs> right. you've, you've done great, yeah. right? So, and not always, you don't always do that because you can't have a million employees, but on the things that can really add millions of dollars into your business, I think it's a good tactic. So, so do you have a customer lifetime value dedicated well, person or we, team? Yeah, so we have a marketing person mm -hmm. where their only job, well, yes and no. So we have, we're so good at the front end and it's so dialed in. Sure. Like, for the last 90, for probably the last 18 months, 90% of my team's focus has been on LTV because the front end's built and it ticks yeah. away. And we do have one person that just does new front end offers and we have a media buyer. So that allowed the rest of the team to pivot over here. And you know, it's probably been three years since we started, but the last 18 months it's been super dialed in. And as I shared with you earlier, we make 10 to 20 times more per customer now. So you know, we bring a $50 customer in and within a month, they're a $500 customer. And most of that, 80% wow. of that revenue is in the first seven days. So oh, shit, a $50 wow. customer becomes a $400 customer with this example in the first seven days. Um, and then some of our customers, depending on what product they buy, a hundred or a $50 front end customer can become a $2,000 customer right. over a year, right? So. A lot, you know, on the ad side, a lot of people in the last year have freaked out about Facebook ad costs going say, up, blah, 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 iOS. Yeah, none of that. Yeah, yeah none of that. Because, you know, if our CPA, say we sell a $50 product and we make and we have a $50 CPA, we're break even. And then say the ad cost spike in iOS and it went to $150. If we're making $500 back in 30 days, do we care? Yeah. No, not really. We, we we lost a little profit, which obviously sucks, but it's not like we're still, you know, at three or four X ROAS. You know, that cash was coming in. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like, it's not ideal to lose $100 of that 500, but it most businesses would be bankrupt if they went from <laughs> a $50 customer acquisition to 150, right? Most right. of the people wouldn't ever, they'd have to turn all their ads off. Whereas we don't, we just know now, like, we've got to work a little harder. And one thing I share that I think is like a very mindset changing moment for a lot of people is if you have a $50 CPA, right, which is $50 cost per sale on Facebook ads or $100 cost per sale, and you wanted to improve your ROAS, right? Mm -hmm. And you wanted to get, say it's $100 a sale for simple math. If you ever ran ads in your life at scale, to get that say to a $20 cost per acquisition, is almost impossible if everything was optimized, right? If you've ran the account for a long time, you've done all the basic stuff, you're not gonna reduce your ad cost by 80% right, randomly. Yeah. But it's very easy to add $80 on the back end. 
Sure. Right. Okay, so that's a much bigger, no, uh, yeah. easier lever it's to a, pull. It's, a, it's yeah. almost a never-ending infinite pull to re within reason, right? But add costs. There's a there's a base level of cost per click, CPMs mm. per but that Facebook will charge you, and there's an average conversion rate that all the top copywriters will hit, right? It's, know what most people if the com page converts at five percent and you get a bunch of top writers on it it's it's going to be hard to just you're making go very to incremental percent yeah point, right? like yeah. you're just it's not going to go to 15 percent. yeah it was fun when chatting with people you have to find the hole in their funnel right and oftentimes it's front end conversion but often but equally it's just like okay either your aov is way too low and yeah you get that up with the upsells yeah. or bundles yeah. whatever it might be but usually, like we're talking about, it's customer lifetime value. Yeah, of course, because it's left market. untapped. But yeah. it's also, it's left untapped, but the biggest point is it's almost infinite and within reason. You're in yeah. control of it. Whereas the ad spend, you can't go to Facebook and say, hey, you charged me $50 for a thousand impressions now. I need you to take it to $10 for me, right? <laughs> there's nothing- Can you do you that could, for me, Mark? Yeah. yeah, there's nothing you can do there to ever change that. Yeah. And it's only ever gonna go up in over time. We know that for yeah, a fact. They can just arbitrarily raise prices. Yes. They need more cash, yeah. Yeah, so, and the ad space gets limited. So, so if you're making most of this in seven to 30 days, you're getting that 10X to 20X per customer lift in seven to 30 days, mm -hmm. What I'm guessing here is you're not talking subscription. No. So, or forced trial. So, right? And I mean, look, yeah. the subscription side of things, we, we do 300K a month on subscription okay. in one of my companies, but the subscription is built through payment plans and higher ticket stuff, right? Yeah, because like a or something. Yeah, or, because yeah. even subscription, you know, these $50 subscription models, then say your average customer sticks six months. Okay, you added $300 for that customer, right? Right. If it's $50 a month and they stay six months and then say 25% of new buyers take that. So now you've added $300, but only one in four people take it. So you've only added $75 in your LTV. Right. And you have to wait six months for it to average annualize, right? So it's not much. Yeah. Whereas I'm adding $400 into my LTV in 30 days yeah. or seven days most of the time. So subscription models I like and they can be okay, but I, I, I think cash, the more cash you can get within 30 days, the more you can scale a business. And it doesn't mean subscriptions shouldn't be a part of the business, but subscriptions like a long play that over years can add high multiples if you wanna exit the company, right? It's great for that. And it can be a great baseline over years of like, hey, we now make 5 million a year just from subscriptions. Great, right? But to get to that point, the way you grow subscriptions is from what? Acquiring a lot of customers, right? People don't want to pay for a subscription if they don't know who the hell you are. Yep. Most subscriptions yep. are easier, easier to sell to back-end people. Well, how can you acquire hundreds of customers? Pay more than everyone else <laughs> to acquire yeah. them and scale your ads. And how do you do that? Well, you do it for a more L aggressive LTV strategy in the first month. So let's, okay, which, I yeah, love which, that. Let's go into the how a bit if you sure, don't mind. Sure, yeah, yeah, most of the time, yeah. like I've tested every which way, whether it's info product, VSLs, webinar funnels, subscription trials, and to get such an LTV gain, you generally need to sell high ticket, and to generally sell high ticket, you generally need someone on a phone. That's just the the base psychology of it, mm -hmm. right? Like, so if we it's, know, can you classify what you mean by high ticket? Yeah, sure. I mean, every niche is different. Sure. I is would it? say one to two thousand minimum. Okay. But more like five, ten, twenty k ideally, okay, yeah, right? Yeah. And it varies bet between niches. So, business, it might go from three k to twenty five k. 
fitness, it might go from 1K to 5K, right? Uh, stock trading and stock investments and that might go from 2K to 10K, right? And it's yeah. going to vary. Health, it might be, like I said, 1 to 5K. But um, but they all what, what happens is they all average out because the ones with really higher ticket, like 25K, rates, I imagine, they pay, you pay more yeah. to get those customers than the fitness where it's maybe sure. only 5K but you're probably paying four times more to get that customer than a fitness customer. So I you see, see how yep. the maths kind of yep. even themselves out anyway. Yeah, a, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but, but look, people, it's very hard to sell anything more than 2K without a phone call. Okay, yeah. Okay, very hard. Webinars, probably one of the only ways to do that. Yeah, I don't really see any scale. But even that, we've split tested that a million yeah. times and running people to a phone team to then sell the high ticket generally will be an automated version of no, no phone team. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, yep. and people don't like phone teams and they're hard and they're harder to control, which I understand. Um, and, you know, you probably you've got to build that. You've got to maybe hire a couple of agencies. But adding in that high ticket element can be a game changer for a lot of brands. Um, and, and one thing, you know, people don't understand, maybe more of your viewers do. If you're really against it, then you can just affiliate with someone that has high ticket. Right. Yeah. So anyone in business could just send them all to me and I, they could get whatever 40 50 percent of and the they've just unlocked profit, that piece of LTV and now they right, don't yeah. ever have to touch any of it no, i right? travel a lot of brands right and if their ltv isn't a multiplier of the aov we start diving into why and either they're not monetizing their list yeah. they're not doing it correctly and it's like yeah i okay, mean if you're not making yeah. free x your aov you're, you're in a tough spot like yeah. i wouldn't want to be running that business yeah exactly and that's where it's like well they're like well i don't have that product to sell the sure. person and it's like okay well exactly you yeah, need be an affiliate, affiliate first yeah start there and then you'll see how much money they're making and when they you make you can probably them. see too you can probably split test yeah. different offers yeah. and see which ones actually can well and once you better. see them making yeah. millions of dollars you'll go oh i should probably do this myself <laughs> bring and bring yeah. it in house right <laughs> which is how it works nice so can you break down so I, our audience is going to be pretty health and fitness focused yep. i'd imagine right so the maybe that's a good example to sure. use like what if someone's coming in maybe on a supplement funnel yep. um or even like a lower ticket yeah we've weight built, loss offer. yeah so we built many of those yeah we've we've got, had many funnels so even my own so i actually went back after i'd built this and been doing this mm -hmm. for a couple of the last few years i actually went back and reapplied this to my old fitness funnel okay. from five years ago and it worked nice. so and within a month of doing this i relaunched the fitness funnel just to test it and i uh tripled the ltv of the customer than compared Jeez. to the four or five years of me running it with all my ups. So that kill you a little bit inside. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's ten, you know, five million dollar company a year. It was ten yeah. million dollar gap, right? Yeah. So, but it's, it's it. anyone could. It's always that's business, right? Do you but find yeah, that so people, fitness. Oh, sorry, look, gonna, do you find that people misassume that they think, oh, I, someone came in on a sixty dollar supplement or a forty seven dollar ebook? Do you find that they are incorrectly misassuming that that? those customers will not take a high yeah, ticket? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. All the time I get yeah. that. But all I'll say is I was sat in that room earlier and one of my sales reps closed a 20K paid in full sale from someone that fat bought my ad yesterday. Oh, wow. Didn't know who I was. Wow, so day one, day two, they're day buying Day two. Yeah, he made, yeah, made, made me $20,000 while I was sat downstairs mm -hmm. and the guy didn't know who I was yesterday. <laughs> so, and what I teach, right, you know, that's a bit of a joke. It's true. But yeah. to, to emphasize the point is what I teach is Technically, that's correct. But mm -hmm. there's 5%, maybe 10% of your buyers that want to take action. They want to pay for the most, right? And the way I say it is, 
you could say Disneyland and Universal. How many people go to Disneyland and Universal and pay for FastPass? Probably 1%, not yeah. many. But it doesn't mean Disney and Universal don't sell it, right? So in every asset, how many people fly first class? Small percent right. of the Very plane. Percent, doesn't yeah. mean they don't sell it, right? So in every walk of life, every business, there's a small percent that want the best. They want to pay more and they want the VIP service. They want the faster results. They want to feel special. And with you having that mindset, all you're doing is not, you're limiting yourself. You're not, yeah. access, you're not allowing your own customers to access that, right? Yeah, I wouldn't go to, to the theme park if I mm-hmm. couldn't buy VIP and FastPass. <laughs> I'm not waiting in line. So if you didn't sell it to me as Disney, you would lose me as a customer, mm, right? Good, or I would walk in one day, do it and say, this isn't for me and never go back because I'm not waiting in an hour's line. So it's a mindset shift that, um, yes, there's definitely 95% or 90% of low ticket that aren't ready to do that. But there's 5% that are ready to do that. They want to pay you a lot of money to do it. And you're going to help impact their life quicker if it's in health and fitness by giving them that level of service they want. Right. And yep. yeah, and I always say you got two options. You can either do the way I'm saying, or you can put them for a six month value ladder and make them wait six months to give you the same cash. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, if they want to do it, they're going to do it. Right. They're yeah. either going to do it now or they're going to do it in six months when you finally excited right when now, right? you they finally present program. Yeah. Just buy the supplements. They're gonna Most people. To why do yeah. why do. If you look at Disney Universal, they all offer the fast pass as soon as you check out, just like an upsell, right? Yeah. And a lot of marketers understand this psychology for upsell flows. Sure. But they yeah. don't understand it for sales teams and high ticket. The yeah, same psychology you... applies. When someone buys and made a buying decision, they're ready to take action, whether that action's a $97 upsell or a $10,000 coaching program. They're ready to take action. The same psychology applies. Because imagine if they're not ready to take your highest ticket, you can downsell from there and your phone's still got that. Can we, we'll give us a few more minutes here to wrap this up, but I'd love to go into a little bit how you structure that phone sales team and just kind of break it down maybe on like a simple level on how they're getting paid, how they're doing the outbound or inbounds. Like, what does that look like? Yeah, lots of different models. I actually built this funnel out, an idea out for Mike Tyson last week. Um, That's awesome. Who obviously most of you know. Um, And it's all about reverse engineering what the high ticket offer is at start. So we started there, right? Figured out what that looks like. Um, And I do this with all my clients. Then you have to figure out the the bridge between whatever whatever they come in for to the high ticket, right? So once you've figured out the high ticket and you know what your low ticket is or you know what your opt-in funnel is or whatever, right? Whatever way you're capturing the lead, Mm -hmm. what is the easiest bridge to get them on a conversation about the high ticket, okay? So if they buy a seven-day ketogenic diet cookbook, well, why not get them on a call with your experts to craft a seven-day food plan? or to help craft the, se- the seven day grocery shopping list, right? And, wh- and you know, you just part of that process is you say, hey, while you're on there, we're gonna show you the, the way we can help you lose 20 pounds with ketogenic diets guaranteed. Because no one's buying a ketogenic cookbook that, for the sake of it. They're right. buying it with a goal, right? And 99% of those probably his goal is weight loss. So you say, hey, you're gonna get on the call for you're gonna get on the call for help with X, Y, Z, right? Whatever you bought or whatever you opted in for or however the lead came in. And during that, we're also gonna show you how to get even better results, right? Okay. You bought the theme park so ticket, but why'd you buy the theme park ticket? Yeah. 
not to stand in an hour's line because you want to <laughs> go on the ride. So yeah. we're now going to show you how you get on the rides faster. Gotcha. Same thing, right? So that's how you create the bridge, okay? And that can look very different. It can be sure. It can be a thank you page. It can be an outbound text automated, an email where they text and automate. It could be a five-minute welcome video in the members area with a calendar below where they book in their time. You find there's like a simple a more simple model that can work for most of the time our standard is a, a short video welcoming okay. them into the program just like everyone does sure. right now yeah. but what's the difference everyone right now welcomes them in the program and says what go through the member site join the facebook group check out my emails for new offers that are coming up change yeah. all that and do one thing get on a call and then on the call they can do the rest of that stuff that sounds like it's actual value forward call of course right? most They're, people yeah. want to speak to a human yeah. like they lost their that most of them don't even make it to the membership site because they lost the email right, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then they dispute <laughs> yeah, and refund yeah. so sometimes so we do it before they even get in we do it like on the last page the thank you page oh i love that yeah, yeah. so you're just and then so I imagine not only are you increasing so LTV, some software companies we yeah. some software companies we don't even give them access until they do the call. Oh, interesting. Do you, does that work at a certain price point you find? No, low anything? ticket too. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's there. someone gonna say? No, I want my money back. Right? They bought the product. We're like, great. Book your onboarding call, and we'll set okay. your account up. Yeah. Right. And they book it in. <laughs> then they're talking to your phone sales team, who's also. It's, do, so it's more positioned almost like a consultation no, slash not always yeah, like sometimes yeah. sometimes yes and then sometimes if we want a more like hard pitch direct mm -hmm. we get a much lower call booking rate yep. but we'll say hey thanks for joining and just like you build your upsell page we have a vip opportunity special for new members exactly the same hey thanks for joining that for this percent of you that want faster results you're serious you want to make this work you failed 12 diets in the past where <laughs> we want to help you succeed with guaranteed results uh, then book a call and jump on with one of our trainers and they're going to look at your meal plans. They're going to talk about where you've been going wrong in the past, how this program can help you and how you can join our 12 week blah, blah, blah challenge where you work one on one with a coach and we're going to guarantee your fat loss okay. results this time. So you can do it more specific like that or you can do it more as I would say, like hidden and disguised as an onboarding process. Yeah, I'm gonna Pro rip that text and use it now. <laughs> yeah, so pros <laughs> and cons, great. right? Sure. The onboarding yeah. side gets double or triple the amount of phone calls, but the close rate's half or a third. Yeah. Okay, the more specific one gets way less calls, but the close rate's higher. generally higher. There's and that's more of like a logistical yeah. thing for a brand of like, if you have if you can if you have enough sales reps and you can grow the team big i like the first one because it gives you more opportunities more at bats right? i just yeah. say yeah more darts to throw at the board yeah. right if you can what only are, oh, sorry i was gonna ask what are these commission what are these sales guys making on a commission level yeah generally 10 to 20 percent okay yeah yeah wow this has been money like quite literally this is really value heavy i wish i could chat with you longer but i know i've got pools and cocktails to get to <laughs> so yeah well i'm glad <laughs> this helps and obviously i'll share yeah. more on stage tomorrow and yeah this system's working for a lot of people it's newer it's like people are i think people are this is like upsells were many years yeah. ago now upsells everyone knows about it even my they're mom i look at upsells they're almost baked into the actual offer yeah, right? people, it's like yeah. this is part of the offer yeah guts like this is what's working well what's initial. funny is we stripped all our upsells out because oh, really? they added yeah. such minimum revenue yeah and they distracted people mm -hmm. so i was like i can lose my upsells and lose fifty dollars um, but now everyone's hyper-focused on the call where I make $400 a phone call. <laughs> so I, I, lock, I knocked off my upsells and it's funny because people on our comment on our ads all the time, how many upsells are there? What are the upsells? And I say, there's none. There's just you getting onboarding call. Oh, That's it. Yeah. yeah.
Oh, I love so that. we actually went backwards, you know, for nine years I did upsells and I took them no, out. No, they never clicked for me. It's because we've noticed a trend, right? It used to be like 60% of the AOV was from initial, 40% was the upsell. Now it's more like 80-20. Yeah. Yeah, it's really moved that way yep. with like people getting very good at bundling on the front yeah. end. So the AOV initially comes up yep. and upsells are kind of there. Especially in the supplement base, yeah, right? Exactly. People are, yeah. and, and that's what I say to people. I say, like, you're going to get your money in mm -hmm. some way, shape or form. How much money you get is going to depend on the way you do it. So you could bundle it on the front end, you're gonna get more money here, less money on the upsells. You could have one product here, more upsells, and you'll get your money here, or you can do a sales team and get your money here. Now, the, the way you get your money is different and the amount of money you get will be different between right. each system. And every business is different and you probably should just try all three and see where you get the most money. I love that. Right? Yeah. Where, where can people go to learn more about you or work with you if they wanted to? And I'd love for you to talk about your mastermind sure. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I ran an agency for many years and, and we still run it, but it's more, you know, I own about 10 companies now. So yeah. it's like, this, you know, a lot of the team are working on those companies as clients. Um, and we have still a few clients. Uh, and then I have a big, more like coaching, consultative stuff like I taught now. I, teach, I help tailor a lot of this to our mastermind clients. So. Mm -hmm. We have a mastermind. Um, you can just go to rudysmastermind.com. Um, Instagram's great. It's just Rudy Moore Life. So R U D Y M A W E R. Can you your last name? Oh, sorry, you yeah. just saying that. M so R U D Y M A W E R and then Life L I F E. Um, so you can go there on Instagram. DM me. I still, you know, I have one team member, but we manage our inbox together. So if you say you listen to this, they'll direct you to me. Um, and then uh, yeah, you can book a call and. Uh, speak to my sales team too if you really it, want yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> no not, yeah. social media is good Instagram you know more capital is my holding company where we invest in companies and take equity and I come on the board you know I'm a board member on certain certain businesses um, but yeah Instagram's great if you want a conversation or people have follow-up questions oh perfect yeah well, thank you. No, I've chatted with a few people that are here that are part of your mastermind and yep. can't say enough good things about it. Good. So good I'd stuff. Love, I'm gonna definitely gonna check it out more. Cool. And thanks so much for making time. Yeah, here thanks at for having Center. me. I hope this was helpful. Yeah. Cool. Well, cheers, Rudy, and happy scaling, everybody. Thanks, guys. Yeah.